0: Last week, the Gospel reading left us with the call from Jesus to be rich toward God. Tonight, we pick up where we left off. As Jesus makes the following observation about human nature, about us. Jesus says, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. It puts the ball squarely in our court with a call to think about where we give our hearts. What are the things we love? Where are we throwing our weight? Those things shape who we are. And there are some simple ways to take that kind of inventory, to look at our calendar or our credit card statement, or to keep track of what we do with leisure time. Again and again, Jesus calls listeners, his students, his disciples, to look inward with the implication that often we give our hearts to that which will not satisfy our hearts. That can happen especially in relation to our possessions, our assets, as we can be driven by a sense that we are what we own, that possessions will keep us safe, they will secure our future, we put our trust in them. We sometimes give our hearts to them. And Jesus calls us to another way. It begins, of course, that way begins with God's amazing grace, the good news that God's heart has been given to us, that God has come to live among us to show us the way. It begins with Jesus. And we have a part to play in traveling his way. It has to do with paying attention. With being ready for where God may show up in more modern parlance, it has to do with being mindful. A 17th century priest and philosopher named Nicholas Malebranche put it this way, attentiveness is the natural prayer of the soul. So how might we nurture that spirit of attentiveness? Well, we can begin by that process of inventory I mentioned about calendars and credit cards and all that by getting rid of those things that seem to block our view or crowd our attentiveness and affections. I read a story not too long ago that asked people what was keeping them from growing spiritually. One of the most common answers uh, that people gave was the busyness of their lives, in part based on the false premise that how busy we are somehow indicates how worthwhile we are. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. We are called to be intentional about attentiveness. I was following the gathering of the bishops of the Anglican Communion worldwide. They've been in England for the past two weeks or so, uh, something they do every 10 years. And they spent one day in particular out of this relatively short time that they were together to focus on intentional discipleship. Our very shy and retiring presiding Bishop Michael Curry said that that was a matter of keeping Jesus at the center. He said something profound happens in a person's life when their center of gravity or center of life is no longer the self, but Jesus of Nazareth. That's when we become the light of the world. A mentor of mine said that a synonym for discipleship could be intentionality. We can choose to answer Jesus' call to follow him by taking steps, even small steps, in his direction. And it has to do with how we choose to spend our time how we choose to spend our money. It has to do with the the gifts we have to bring to the world, and each person in this room has those gifts. It has to do with how we will share them. Intentional discipleship may have to do with showing up in a place like this on a hot summer evening in a city that offers all kinds of alternatives, alternatives, including staying at home in your air conditioning. That presence is one way to be attentive. It is a prayer of the soul. We practice attentiveness as we learn more about who Jesus is and what he taught and how he interacted with people. Sometimes for me in my own journey, my own struggles in the journey, that simply feels like holy mimicry, um, imitation of Christ a willful attempt to make Christ my example. Even if I don't really feel like doing so, even if I feel I'm not capable of doing so, that's where the question, what would Jesus do, has often helped me. In today's gospel, Jesus tells us that it's all really about being ready for God to show up. Get ready to be surprised at how that might happen. It comes in surprising ways, the Bible tells us so. The Bible speaks of God met in a burning bush when Moses was in his 40th year of a really boring job in the wilderness. Tells us of God met on the road to Damascus when Paul was on his way to try to destroy the church in its infancy. C.S. Lewis described a key moment in his conversion. He boarded a bus in London not being a believer. When he got off the bus, he realized he was a believer. A turnaround described in his book called surprised by joy. So attentiveness is prayer of the soul. I invite you to use this service, this quiet time, the candles, the gracious gift of bread and wine, to pay attention to where God is showing up in your life. Let that experience, let that expectation become the true treasure of your heart. Carry it with you into whatever your week brings so that you are ready to meet God in the surprising ways that God may show up.